Welcome to the Real Barman Podcast. This episode first aired as a video on my YouTube channel. Don't forget to visit the resource page at barpatrol.net and therealbarman.com for a ton of resources on running a better bar and restaurant. Enjoy. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your customer service in your restaurant? Okay, or more importantly, how would your guests rate your customer service? A 5? A 6? All right, come on now. Be honest. It's, you know, it's just me and you. Okay, and the truth is, you wouldn't be watching this video if you thought it was a 9 or 10 already. Okay, unless you're obsessive compulsive and you're trying to make it a 10.5. All right, so buckle up because I'm going to show you how to turn that 5 or 6 into a 10 right now. Yep, it's me, Dave Allred, The Real Barman. So right off the bat, let's get some energy going in this video. Give me a high five right through your screen. Come on now, like raise up your hand. Yeah, there you go. And I don't care what people say, okay? High fives are timeless. Okay, their acknowledgement, their celebration, their optimism, all wrapped in a one-second hand slap above the shoulders. All right, trust me, we should all be high-fiving more. Okay, there would be less wars and a lot more championships celebrated. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to it. We all know that as cliche as it sounds, customer service is the number one factor in building repeat customers and growing your business. And yet there are, there's so much to do and there's so many plates to juggle that it's easy to get passive and let your training in this area slide. Or maybe you're just not sure how to approach it. All right, well, I'm going to show you with my 10-step customer service system that's going to turn your team of mediocre soldiers into customer service rock stars right from the giddy up. Okay, so recently I did a survey with my community of owners and managers on exactly what causes their poor customer service in their restaurants. Okay, and overwhelmingly, the number one reason on the list, and I'm talking like 86%, blame the employees. Okay, they listed them as complacent and as apathetic or like bad apples. Okay, very few of them listed themselves as the problem or the lack of customer service training or systems that were in place. Okay, many of them did, did list those things as possible problems, but not the number one problem. So it's true, and I get it, okay? Employees suck big donkey hooves, okay? But it's your job to create a training program that not only inspires them, but you need a system that is clearly defined so there's no chance of them claiming ignorance or playing dumb, like, well, I didn't know, you know, how am I supposed to know how to do that? Okay, in other words, when it comes to your customer service training, do you tell your staff to just smile and be friendly and give good service? Okay, what does that mean exactly? And yes, being friendly and smiling is specific, but how do you measure it? Okay, your people need something concrete that they can grasp onto, and you need a system that is clear to you as well so you can enforce it. Okay, you can't follow up and enforce friendliness, at least not very well. Okay, so to remedy that, I'm going to give you each step of service you need to teach them so they know exactly what they should be doing at all times. Okay, now you can't argue that smiling and being friendly isn't a great start for customer service. Smiling and friendliness go a long way. But during this 10-step system, I'm going to lay out here, all right, I want you to focus on something very important, and that is attentiveness. Okay, and here's why. All right, years ago, they did a study at Cornell University in which they had groups of people come into a restaurant and enjoy a 90-minute meal experience. Okay, so there was food and there was drinks, and they had a complete dining-out experience. Okay, now I'm not going to cover the entire survey, just this one part, this mega-important part. 
Okay, the diners were asked a series of questions about their, you know, their specific experience during this 90 minutes. Okay, then they are asked to rate those experiences. Okay, that survey revealed that 40% of their overall dining experience depended on just three things. All right, number one, how quickly they were greeted at the door and or when they were sat at the table. Okay, number two, were their drinks refilled the entire time? And number three, how long did they have to wait for their check when they were ready to leave? Okay, those three things make up like three minutes of their 90-minute dining experience. All right, that's like 3.3% of the entire time that they're there. And yet, ranking-wise, it's 40% of their overall experience. 40%. And I know math is hard, so allow me to do the calculations for you. That's a lot. Okay, and so what does this tell us? Because this is a glaring, highlighted statement from those who participated in this little exercise. And they're telling you that those three minutes are pretty damn important. All right, and what they're telling you is that when they want something, they hate to wait. And I know exactly what they're talking about. We probably all do. I know that after like the fifth straight red light that I hit when I'm driving, I'm ready to like rip the rearview mirror right off of the windshield. All right, I'm trying to work on it, but I hate waiting for red lights. Okay, and the truth is we are a society of spoiled brats that hates waiting for anything. You know, people are getting their heads chopped off around the world and we're bitching about how long our flame and yawn is taking. All right, my point being that you should have a system in place so your bartenders and servers are hustling like gangsters to make sure that your guests are never waiting, or at least minimize the amount of time they were, they're waiting. Okay, so let's get to the 10 steps. I know that was a lot of buildup, but I need you to understand that a big part of taking care of your guests is attentiveness, okay, anticipating their needs and not making them wait for anything, All right? 40%, I'm just saying. All right, so here we go. Step number one, greet your guests within 10 seconds of walking through the door. Okay, this is why we have hosts. It's not because your guests are idiots and they can't figure out where to sit down. Okay, obviously we have hosts so your servers don't get triple sat as well, but their main job is to get everyone off on the right foot. You know, make your guests feel special, make them feel welcome. Okay, and if you don't have hosts at your restaurants, then everyone's responsible for at least acknowledging people when they walk through the door. Okay, if, you're, if you're like a bartender and you're the only one on and someone walks in and you're, and you're kind of busy, just be like, hey, how you guys doing? Great to see you. Sit down and I'll grab you a menu and I'll be right with you. Okay, at least acknowledge them. Remember, attentive, attentiveness matters. Okay, step two, greet the guests within 60 seconds of sitting down. All right, don't make them wait and wonder if they're at a Subway or Chipotle. Like, are they supposed to order from a window somewhere? Okay, and I know if your servers get busy, which happens, same thing we just talked about. Just walk by real quick and say, hey, folks, great to see you. I'll be right back to get your drink order. Okay, that's all they need. And I know for me, if they acknowledge me like that, all right, I know that they know I'm here and that's all I need. Okay. Step three, get drinks down within two minutes of being ordered. Okay, hopefully your bartenders aren't a bunch of bumbling buffoons and are competent enough that they can make the drinks quickly. And if you have a complicated drink menu, that's on you to change it. Okay, it's great to have really good cocktails, but not if each one has like nine ingredients and it takes two minutes to make. Remember, people hate to wait. So if they have to wait six minutes for a drink, you know, it, it better give them orgasm or something. Just saying. All right, step four. After the food's been taken, I'm sorry, after the food order has been taken and delivered, check back within two minutes of the food being dropped. Okay, this should allow them enough time to realize what they don't have and what they need, like ketchup. A1 sauce, ranch, you know, God forbid they don't have their ranch, 
Now, you should probably just have like a keg of ranch and a dispenser at every table these days. And this brings up another point. I didn't actually make it a step, but anticipating the guest's needs should probably be its own step. Okay, so if they order like a hamburger and fries or a pepperoni pizza, don't wait for the guests to ask before you give them their ketchup and their mustard and their Parmesan cheese. Okay, that stuff should already be on the table. Anticipate the guest's needs before they even know what they want. All right, step five, keep drinks refilled at all times. This is not brain surgery. We already talked about this during the Cornell experience. Okay, drink refills are a big one, right? 40% people, just saying 40% attentiveness. All right, step six, work as a team and help your coworkers out. This one is critical to your success and also one you have to constantly preach simply because some coworkers are more selfish than others. Okay, and they won't help out unless you stay on them like gum on hair. Okay, and we all know who these people are, right? I'm sure you're like picturing one or two of them right now. So teamwork, we're talking like hands in, hands out of the kitchen, running food, busting tables, refilling drinks. Okay, if servers have their own drinks at the bar and they're waiting for them uh, and there's other drinks sitting up there, then they should be garnishing those other drinks and running them out to the tables and then they can come back for their own drinks. Okay, teamwork wins championships. Now, if you can build a culture in which your employees view the restaurant as everyone's responsibility and not just individual stations, you will dominate the customer service game and your customers will be mucho, mucho happy, mucho contento. Okay, you didn't know I was bilingual, did you? Yeah, I'm a mystery. All right, step seven, bus to the wood. Okay, this is a phrase I use all the time and constantly when working with and training restaurants. It's my biggest pet peeve when I see busters and servers continuously walk by and ignore the same dirty table over and over again. It has dirty napkins and plates and silverware sitting on it. Uh, there's menus still there. Okay, after they're almost done eating, they still have menus on the table. All right, who doesn't see that when they're walking by? They act as if the table's full of like high school boys that used to beat them up and they want to totally avoid them. So make sure to get all of that. Get all the plates, all the napkins, all the silverware, even the crumbs so your guests can finish up their, up their experience with some class and some dignity. Okay, Instead of resting their elbows on marinara stained plates and napkins. Step eight, offer coffee and dessert within two minutes of the plates being cleared. All right, people love coffee. People love dessert. It makes them happy. Plus, you can increase your check average. All right, but of course, we also want to get them the hell out of there at some point because we want to turn tables and make more money. So make sure you get there quickly and you serve them quickly. Okay, don't rush them, all right, but don't dilly-dally and lollygag either. If you don't offer coffee and dessert, well, then you have a nine-step customer service system. All right, step nine, bring the check within 60 seconds of the ask. This is all part of that 40% overall experience we talked about. So get on your horse, make sure they get their check quickly. And now, of course, with the great POS systems that we have these days, you might have a handheld device where you can do the checkout right at the table, or better yet, if you have the QR menu code so the guests can order and pay right from their phones, this is the future and the direction you should be headed anyway if you haven't yet. All right, but whatever your process is, just make sure your, your guests are able to pay their bill quickly as soon as they're ready to leave. Okay, and finally, step 10, See them off. Okay, and you'll notice I didn't say, say goodbye. Okay, time permitting. Okay, it's best if when you see them standing up from the table, getting ready to leave, that you go over and actually see them off. And I'm talking about the servers. All right, that's their table. Go over and see them off. If you're a manager and you see it, join in. Okay, you go see them off as if they're like 
family members getting ready to go on a carnival cruise and you're not going to see them again for like months. All right, this completes the entire purpose of putting this 10-step system in, which is plan systems and actions in order to make your guests feel special and memorable. Okay, to make them feel like family, which in turn is going to make them want to come back again and again. Okay, if you neglect them instead, the results are going to be catastrophic to your business. I mean, the servers can make excuses all day long uh, about being busy and about being triple sat, but the guests don't care about that. They don't give a crap. They just want to be taken care of. They don't want to hear excuses. So you need to figure out how to create a team atmosphere that gets it done. Okay, if you follow and implement a system like this, your customer service rating is going to go through the roof and your servers will turn into rock stars. Okay, so I hope this helped you out a bit. Again, if you have any ideas to share about customer service yourself, let it rip in the comments. Okay, it's great to have you here. I do appreciate you. I'm going to see you next time. I'm out.